You're listening to the Get Peel Podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Hannah Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons I've learned through fitness. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Peeled podcast. I'm here, Hannah Eden, your host with Paolo and our very special guest today. What's going on? Quad guy. Julian Smith. Julian Michael Smith. Yep. That's a full name, right? We'll always try and give like an intro, so <clears throat> let's see what I got here. Cool. Julian Smith is quite an OG and a pioneer within the Instagram space. Uh, him and I met through bodybuilder.com. Yeah, yeah. Back in 2000 and... It was just like, I'd say what, three years ago? I was only with bodybuilding.com for one year, but you were the cool one. because I you was got, not that cool. You were cool because you were paid to be there. You were the, like the, the famous person. <laughs> I was just like a sponsored athlete. What you know do what you mean? mean? No way. I'm like, is that Anna? I see that red hair. I She's had here. a really cool opportunity, actually. And I feel like my experience at bodybuilding.com got like yeah. escalated really quickly, yeah. which I'm so grateful for because... Man, we can go into that in more detail, but yeah. bodybuilding was like, if you if you had the opportunity to work yeah. with them, it was like, whoa. It was a cool experience. Right, They're right? Fun. But Instagram pioneer, millions of people follow this guy from all around the world, has the most insane development of quad, quadriceps, that's for sure. He's got great, <laughs> great leg muscles, insane development bodybuilder, classic, right? Trying to still yep. do all the traditional bodybuilding. Yep, that's the goal. Too. Thank that's you, bro. Right? I've done that. Paolo yeah, comes yeah. home bitching about that. it. <laughs> Every I've time he's that. ever done it, he yeah. doesn't shut the fuck up yeah, because yeah. he's in, you know. I'm glad he's here. Good yeah. calves, right? No, it's, Hitting it's, calves it's after the this. Real thing, man. He's like yeah. awesome calves after this. I'm coming home. Yeah. I mean, one day coming home after um, and biceps and tricep workout, and I'm like, hey, Han, and she goes, what? I'm like, I just did Julian's program. She goes, how was? I'm like. I understand where the size comes from. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I could finish the program. I, I hit 90 minutes in the gym and I was still fucking. Is that the one you tagged me in? Yeah, I think and you so. were like, shit the fuck away. Shut like, yeah, the fucking fuck up. Fuck. Stop being such that a was little insane. bitch. Yeah. Was Good shit. Turns Good shit. out, if you want to be big, you got to lift a lot, right? You got to lift Good. a lot. You just got to. So, this is one of the uh, misconceptions, right? Like, people trying to come up with all these ideas about how to grow. I think that number one, do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop with that. Yep. Do more of it yeah. and see what happens. I think uh, we were chatting the other day and one guy, uh, it was, I forgot the name of the dude. We'll have to get it for this podcast. But he was talking about how if you find an exercise that you like, do like 20 reps on it and pump yourself up. And he's like, and if you see you pumping up in the area that you like, he's like, do a lot of that over and over. He goes, because that's just going to fill up that area. You know what I mean? I so upper chest, if you feel something really work well and then it gets pumped up, he's like, do a lot of that. Do more. Just keep yeah. doing more. Yeah. I like it. So it's been a few years since we've seen each other, right? I feel I think like we la- have traveled around. I was going to say probably the last time I saw you was Body Power. Yeah. Body in Power. England. Yep. In England, Birmingham. That's for right. an event for sure. Because we chat all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I see you guys online all the time, so it feels like I must have seen you recently, but it really was. And it wasn't the most recent Body Power, no. right? Because I think it was the first that one with bodybuilding. 2018? Yeah. Because the following one, we went on our own for Clifford. There you go. So uh-huh. it had to just been that one. So I'm to that point. We've known each other, seen each other, passed eat by each other a lot. Sat down for team dinners, but really only on like a surface level, yep. right? So I'm excited today to be able to sit down in your beautiful facility and to get to know you better. Cool. Um, every time we sit down and talk with anyone that we bring onto the podcast, we try and touch on three areas, right? No structure, just conversation. Cool. Uh, business, personal, and relationships. Sick. So let's start with business. Yes, do um, it. Obviously, there's so much to talk about, but. Anything exciting going on right now? 
let us know kind of what your business entails. I'm sure that my audience would be so excited to listen and then come over and see your world too. Yeah, yeah. So right now, I mean, I've kind of been doing the same thing for a while. It's just been like making all those things better. So we've had the daily pump since day one. That's the, the membership site that we had that we started recently got with Playbook and that's where we're doing our app and our platform and everything with. Uh, start a new Facebook group, just building out and making that better. I think when you just have like putting out a plan or putting out like just the membership site, there was no way for people to communicate with us like very well. So what we would do is like DM us, email us, whatever, but then people get lost. Mm -hmm. People would actually write on posts that had nothing to do with the daily pump workout. Be a picture of me and Tommy doing something and they're like, hey, you got a question about a tricep extension. Not the place for that, right? right? So we're trying to make all of that workout stuff kind of be in one spot where it's not getting lost for people mm -hmm. that really want to see it. Uh, so the app's obviously a fun part of that whole thing because it's just my training. It's an easy business considering it's my passion and my imagination and all the stuff that I've learned over the years. Like the old school bodybuilding, putting that in and teaching other people the next generation is what's fun yeah. in that whole thing. Clifford and arms race, that's going to be SUPS and the clothing. Again, just chipping away at that. Clifford started with just the belt and it's gotten to a point where we're actually trying to get into a couple different stores like uh, – I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but I'm going to say fucking anyway. Uh, Urban Outfitters and potentially Dick's for uh, Dick's for our accessories line. And then Urban Outfitters for our, I believe it's the fucking leg day. All of the funny things. Awesome. Like dumbbells and doobies, fucking leg day. And then I think one other one, because they kind of have that graphic yeah. tea yeah, vibe yeah. to them. Love it. Uh, and I don't know. I think maybe I'm one of those people that although we, we all do online stuff, every once in a while it would be kind of fun to walk into like, not even like a 7-Eleven and be like, oh man, is that, or like Dick Sporting Goods and be like, oh, there's pre-workout, my pre-workout yeah. or something, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you see Optimum and stuff there and all that. So I think that's still the goal for me is to do that kind of stuff. It feels cool, brick and mortar and the old school awesome. stuff, but just doing the same old stuff. And then I think after bodybuilding.com is when I started leaning towards, uh, that's when I had the whole realization of like, man, I'm going to probably do this for a while. I, can I can't keep bouncing to sub sponsor to sub sponsor to sub sponsor. Even if I do like the people that I worked with, mm -hmm. that's when I needed to go towards arms race and be like, I'm, I need to build my own brand that I believe in because I'm leaving these people because they're not fit, filling a need or something. You right. know what I mean? So at least if I have my own brand, even if it's not optimum, right. it's going to cover all my bases and I'm going to be stoked. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have, um, 100% control of that, right? Yep. Well, maybe not 100%, but you have yeah. a lot of control of that. Now, this is awesome to, to hear where you are now, right? But I've been watching, yeah. like, from a, the outside in, you know, for over the years. And I said to Paolo, I don't know if it was planned or if you guys really had any strategy going into it, but I think we have done a couple of similar things as well. And I understand what it takes. Mm -hmm. and I understand what um, responsibility or workload it takes to be able to develop such a strong platform for sure and to be able to a monetize it but mostly be able to give your best self to your entire community yeah and it's exhausting and i know it that is. it was just you and casey at one point right yeah pretty much from the beginning until very recently yeah and then i started to watch things happen and then at the same time which is a, a separate uh, section right the family starts yep. started to happen so i was like hmm I wonder if this was strategical, right? That they were trying to build to a certain point, then knew that they got the volume up so high, and it's like, yeah. right, we've created a monster. Oh, we got a little monster, baby. We're setting <laughs> the mood. I like it. This one just die? Hey, if it did, it's okay. I dig the vibes. If it's your mum, answer. Make sure we say hi. Dad, we can get another one. No, no. I think Is that okay. gonna screw it up at all? No. You want to check just to be safe? I can see us okay. still. We got silhouettes. You see us, right? We're alive. Hey. Yeah. If you're not watching, the lights went out. We're just trying to set the tone a little bit, you know? We've got some whiskey here. Let me up. Uh, it's 10.30 a.m. And I do know. have all those other lights, too. 
you guys try to keep this as uncut as possible or yeah, not? No. Don't really care. Don't give a shit. Having a conversation with a marketing team whenever things started to actually become real. I was yeah. like, oh shit, like this is actually a business. I yeah. wasn't, that wasn't the goal, right? Yeah. It's like, and that's what they said to me. It's like, that's the difference. Yeah. Is that this all happened by accident mm -hmm. and it's just a stage of evolution mm -hmm. and you saw it, you fixated on it and then yeah. you just became obsessed with it. People that usually come to us, they'll be like, here's where I want to be. Yeah. Help me get there. Yeah. Whereas it's like, I don't know. I just need you guys to help me fucking figure this out because yeah. it's getting out of control. Yeah. It's like where, when you find the passion and just do something and then it just, you know, continues to evolve. Yeah. That's totally different than if you're like, hey, I want the marketing team. This is Julian Smith. So how can we get me to get to yeah. 2 million people out here? I want this. I want an app. I want this. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It it's doesn't just, work like that. You yeah. can't just go there. You yeah. have to yeah. eat shit. Figure it out, make a lot of mistakes to really understand, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm still doing it. It's year three. I haven't made any money, but I believe in it so yeah. strongly that it refused to quit. Refused yeah. to quit. I think it's a, uh, I think that people think that like the whole fitness world is very oversaturated right now. Mm -hmm. But if you bring something new and like your own vibe, I, it's like, I don't know anybody who's like you guys. Like there's nobody else on the platform that looks like you at all. I can't think of another person, right? And I might be white and a normal guy, but it's like with my super facial hair, but it's like I wanted my atmosphere and my vibe to be standalone, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, so you want to put your own little stamp out there. Like I didn't want to look like everyone else and do the same old, you know, stay mm -hmm. shredded 24-7. I was like, man, I get fat in my off season. Yeah. I want to grow. I want to... I want to do the the thing that I've done my whole life to continue building up and cutting. I like showing. Sustainable, I like right? it. You know what I mean? And I think uh, finding a way to continue doing that is is all I really wanted to do. Yeah. I just, that just reminded me of a post that Dana Lynn posted the other day. She's like, man, I remember when I used to try and hide my legs. Yeah. And because I didn't look like every other girl in yeah. school. And now she's like, now I'm trying to do everything I fucking can to make my legs as big as they could possibly be and not look like anyone else yeah. that there is and that's yeah. what it is all about like yeah you can have i never really had an idol i never really had someone that yeah. i looked up to i think my idol was like my dad you know yeah. it was like discipline work ethic family yep. morals like all of these things are so different so it's been interesting to watch everyone that has been at those expos you know yeah. if you're at an expo for a reason uh and to watch what you guys have done which is going to stem into the next conversation right which is we understand what it takes as husband and wife to try and make all these things happen right You've evolved. You've continued to grow, not just within the business, but your family too, yeah. right? Casey's. If you guys don't know who Casey is, Casey is a beautiful, beautiful blonde hair, yeah. color eyes. Describe her. Oh, She's describe uh, Yeah, yeah. Casey's awesome. Like I, I, I like to take a lot of. Uh, I mean, a lot of me on social media. It's about you know my filming and doing all my stuff. But Casey's like the behind the scenes, like brain of the operations, like. You might have an idea. Have you ever heard a guy been like, "Oh, I had an idea for a fucking you know subway back in the day." We didn't do it. Right. That guy did. I don't care what you said you were going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, you know, I've had ideas for certain things and Case helped me make them. You know, you need smart people to help you get to the next level. Casey's best features have little to do with her good looks. You know what I mean? You know, Casey's obviously very pretty. She's like a pretty girl I've ever seen. You she know what I mean? She's thing. beautiful. But she's so smart and she gets so many different things outside what I've experienced with like my, you know, past relationships. Mm -hmm. I was just like, man, this, this is a girl. She works fucking hard. I like people that work hard. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's always been the kind of person. It's like, we wanted to work hard to get to a certain level, but she'll reel me in when it's like, we're there. Mm -hmm. Why are you stressing out? still? you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that go out there and they're like, I want to, I want 10 Porsches. <laughs> it's like, well, you got one. Do you need all that? That's like, okay. or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Hey Julian, you have, 
you have your gym. Do you want the second building too? It's like, you know what? If that never happens, I should be happy with this. You know what I mean? I think that's one of the most important things because I think when you're you're in this and you want to see your following grow or you want to see your businesses get a little more followers or whatever it is, it's hard to look back and go, you're already where you wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because like you're always chasing the next thing. What's yeah. the next thing? What's the next exactly. thing? Exactly. It gets to a point where you've got all the next things. Yeah, yeah. And I think right. it's a healthy balance because yep. it's the same with us. Like I which is why we're on this road trip, right? I'm trying yep. to find another fucking gear to yeah, slow yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. It's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. But it's important to have that person in your life. But at the same time, it makes the best team because yeah. without the obsessive what's next, what's next, what's next, yeah. there would be no next. Yep. But mm-hmm. without the person that's reeling you in and making you understand, look at the shit that you've got, yeah. there would also be no next. You'd probably so have like, like 20 little balance. businesses that get no time. Exactly. You'd just be spread thin everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, so everything with Case, I mean, I met her early on. We both, I mean, she competed locally. Uh, we were both seeing other people at the time. She was married. Uh, I was engaged. She split up and then, I mean, we weren't that close. It was just kind of like we'd go out with friends and then yeah. the groups would be there. And then uh, I split with my fiance back in the day and three or so months after I split, uh, a friend of ours was just like, oh, you should see uh, meet up with a, a friend of mine. Uh, she's She just recently got divorced and she sent me a pic. And I was like, that's fucking Casey. I'm like, I would love to go out with her. And that was literally the start of that's all amazing. of it. Awesome. Yeah, so six years awesome, six years and yeah That's case incredible. was yeah case was with me uh beginning of instagram she used to actually help me with some of my like demo uh posters that i would go when i go to, like vitamin shop and do optimum taste testings and stuff she would help me do like my cut and paste stuff because i didn't know how to do any of this love stuff. that yeah oh, so and her background is graphic design it's actually not so she was like she did accounting uh and she was kind of like a jack of all trades she was at a a place called the passport online and it was like a travel agency yeah. for like uh, uh, cruise ships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, since it was such a small business, uh, she did one of those things where she lied about what her qualifications were when she was young and they hired her and <laughs> then she fucking learned it all. <laughs> yeah. And then she was with them for 10 years. Oh, awesome. So she she is really smart. She knows how to like dive into stuff. And I think a lot of people in this industry, uh, and I think this is where you guys are probably like me and uh, me and Casey – uh, or Casey and I, sorry, she'd fucking be mad if she heard me say that. She's like, that was <laughs> way wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like, uh, you get the right person involved. And uh, it's like you said, it's like they help you get for like towards what you want to do. And they kind of like take out the blinders too, where some people like, let's say you're both the uh, need like now, now, now I need everything. If there was another me in the picture, oh my gosh, it just wouldn't, there's no blinders and there's no bringing you back. It's uh, it's just a beneficial thing, and it doesn't even have to be a significant other. If you had a friend that was yeah. like that, you know what I mean. I think right. a lot of people are like, man, I need a, I need the the best fitness partner ever. It's like sometimes you butt heads with people that are like right. super into fitness. Like, I come to the gym every single day, and Casey doesn't like going to the gym every day. You know, there's two differences. But if like I had some, if Casey was so diehard, she went to the gym more than me, and it was more like regimented and routine. We'd probably butt heads more because it's yeah. like, well, who's gonna train here and there and do this and We've just on the same page. Yeah. It's and nice. taken us so many years to figure that out. Yeah. Because we met at so young, you mm. know, where we and neither of us knew. Well. Yeah. Way before fitness. Yeah. yeah. And I think no that that, that kind of dictated a lot of how things happen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But dude, I, I get that. Like, if they would, we would never survive if there was two as me. If yeah. We would never survive if there was two as him. You yeah. know, it's like... It is a balance machine for sure. But yeah. it's taken so many years to figure that out. Now oh, I'm right. like, I used to be yeah. like, we're going to the gym. Yeah. You know, now it's like, nah, I'm going to go to the gym 
See you later. He'll yeah. be on, he'll be off. He'll be on, he'll be off. But it's your journey, this is my journey, mm. and whatever we do together is always fun. Yeah. And I think what's actually pretty cool now is like when you do it for a long period of time, like when I come in here now, Case will be like, well, if you're having a stressful day, she's like, just train. Like, yeah. don't get any of your videos done. Yeah. She's like, just take a total day off. And it's like, I think when people start, like when you guys are in it, like you didn't have to worry about social media back in the day, but now that you do and you understand some of the struggles that come with it, everyone thinks it's easy to do all like yeah. the social media stuff, but it's like a pretty nerve wracking thing. And it's pretty hard on you mentally to continue doing this kind of stuff. It sounds weird, but like even that Jake Paul, not that he has the greatest reputation, but he said, he goes, I think uh, YouTubing and like vlogging and, and like daily content is harder than boxing. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. He goes, it might not be physically harder. He goes, mm -hmm. but to do a routine, he goes, people can't do anything for a week straight. Yeah. He's like, imagine doing it for uh, like two years mm -hmm. in a row, nothing breaks. He goes, people can't even stay on a diet for that long. Right. But it's just interesting because if you have that type of approach and the right people, you could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's consistency, right? Yep. yep. But that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Period. Yeah. One on, on, on anything. And I think it's also hard for people. Uh, this is kind of back to like the membership site thing. Because when we first launched the membership site, it didn't do very well. Like we had a lot of people sign. It was like one of those uh, email lists. And there was like a couple hundred people on. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is incredible. This is it. And then like seven people signed up on the, the day one. And I think a lot of people would go, well, that's not successful. Should what else am I going to do to right. make money? Right. But I kept doing the whole like, dude, if I got like two or three members... And then like four years, like every single day. And then at four years, I'd have a fuckload of people. Yeah. I kept playing that in my head. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big mistake that people make. They're like, it's just not worth it right now. Right. But it would be so much more worth it if you kept up than anything that you've ever done yep. in your life. You know I say I mean? all the time, like, if it's not a thing, it will be a thing if you make it a thing. Yep. But most people won't give it the chance to get yeah. to become a thing, yeah. right? It's yep. like just consistency. I laugh at the shit that we used to do. Yeah. Like it, and my, because oh, we still have the same group of friends. Yeah. They make sure to give me the same amount of shit as they did then. And yeah, it's yeah. Like become like a laughing stock, right? Yeah, yeah. Like hashtagging, whatever it is that we do. And I think that's also another key point, which yeah. is why we're so grounded. Because we've got the same people around us. That yeah, there the same homies that knew, knew oh, yeah, before that all this. Oh, yeah, still gives me shit. Yeah, my know? buddy, uh, he's actually, he lives in my uh, previous home before we moved. His name's Andrew, one of my best friends. He'll come in here and train and he'll just, he'll like, I mean, doesn't really like working out. He's just doing it to stay healthy. No, I mean, really not into the bodybuilding thing at all. But he'll walk in here and be like, you look like shit. Yeah. He'll say it to me and be like, he's like, I just work on it maybe a yeah. little bit more. He's like, you're not great at all this. And I'm like, I'm working on it, man. He's right. like, I just get better. And it's just walk away. And I just, I think that's uh, an interesting thing too. Casey said that when we first met, I was like, this is Andrew. He's like one of my best friends. And she was like, did not see that coming. She's like, I thought some Jack dude with like tattoos was yeah, going to yeah. come walking yeah. out. And then you have Andrew who's like, six three and he's just like hey douchebag and i'm right. just like getting nailed to the side of my eye dude but it's just like i think that level i think uh when you start growing the following and you start getting more popular you see the people only associate with the big names right, right. i'm only gonna put you on my page if you're mm -hmm. if you have a big following because i know you'll share it and then those followers are coming yeah. back you're not throwing up pictures of the homies with private accounts that right. aren't even you know on social media i remember bodybuilding yeah. With that, whenever they asked me to do a program, they asked me, they're like, you can pick your own background talent. I'm like, cool. I think they thought I was going to whip out some fucking superstars, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I want my husband yeah. and this little redhead that's from Idaho. Yeah. Like, literally, he has no following, but he's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. Yeah. This guy deserves to be there. He's, like, cool. obsessed, right? What that did for that kid yeah. is life-changing. Cool. That was, how many years ago was that? 2000 and... Ooh. 17, 17 was oh, the first one they asked and he was like a nobody then right yeah goes away three years later but they asked us to come back and do another the sequel mm -hmm. he is now like 
As so he was obsessed with bodybuilding. Yes. Followed everyone. Followed oh my gosh. Followed everyone. Anyone's stats. It's like yeah. and, obsessive. Uh, that's tight. He yeah. started bodybuilding at the age of 12. And his thing was he never drank. And he goes, dude, I lost my dad uh, from a heart attack. Oh, and geez. I figured out that the heart is just a muscle. And if I can start working out today, I'll never have that problem. Going yeah. Around. And started bodybuilding. Dude, at the age of 18, yeah. this kid was built. That's tight. And this is what's interesting. He knew... He knows about everyone's life on Instagram. Like, if I bring up your name, he'd be like, yeah, I remember. Like, in 2013, Julian was doing this, and then he got and with his brand. Like, and yeah, his yeah, split yeah. this week was, he know, uh, he knows, this, 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 this. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, That's knows everyone's shit. And then we got together with this kid, and we're like, yeah, man, we uh, used to do CrossFit. He goes, CrossFit. I'm like, dude, you should try, because your, your, your bases are really good. And he decided to try CrossFit. Yeah. This motherfucker's training with the biggest names in CrossFit and right now. now like, and it's about to qualify. Yeah. To oh, regionals wow. And everything. Oh, my God. All these sponsorships. But it's like just planting that seed into somebody yep. that deserves a break. The same way yeah. that BJ Goodall did that for me. That's yeah. how my career got to Oh, with BJ? Was, 100%. I love BJ. He's my He's homie, a good dude. You know? And the same thing happened with Tanner. But point being, like... I'm not afraid. I don't want to surround myself with the superstars. They yeah. got their shit on their own. Like, what yeah. about everyone else? There's so many people that deserve a break. And it's, I agree. It's timing. It's a break, and it's just an opportunity. Or yeah, it's kind of like the uh, uh, Sween Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So she met me, uh, or he came up at a an expo. I think it was like L.A. or something like that. And I'm like, oh, because I knew they were coming. I was like, I talk, I talked to him all the time online. And I'm like, all right, man, it's good to meet you. He had, I think he had like long hair at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of didn't recognize him. Uh, and I'm like, where's Sam? I'm like, like, what's going on? I thought she was here. He's like, oh, she's too nervous. She's hiding behind the pole. Oh, shit. And I was like, what? And I like looked over and she was just standing by the pole, like on her phone. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hold on. And I, we hopped over the line and walked over to her. And now she's probably going to have a bigger following than me one day. I love she's that. She's part of the yeah. team, right? Yeah. yeah. She's on yeah, yeah. arms race now. The first sponsored athlete. Our first sponsored athlete that. with arms race. Yeah. I so she that. was, it was like, we liked that a lot. Like when everything comes full circle, like, I don't know if you ever saw the story with like Doug and I. When I bought core nutritional stuff back when I was like probably 20 years old, 21, 22, somewhere in there, uh, he ended up, I bought some stuff from him and he put in, or I sent something back and I said, I didn't get like a, one of the free whatevers. And then he sent a personalized note to me with like some never before seen products and just gave them to me for free. And I wrote a little review on my Facebook. I think there was like 17 likes on the the uh, picture, but <laughs> it was like a really nice thing about Doug and his brands. And now he's in, he's my business partner. I oh, love that. So, it, so it goes all the way down, like literally 10 years later. And then his really, really nice interaction with me, I always remembered it. And then when it came down to us, like picking and choosing who we were going to go with, cause we were with, uh, uh, we had talked to a few people. I was going to potentially do sponsorships with e- either Evagen or Rise. Oh, cool. Uh, and then we had the, some of the people that were involved with Alani new and Katie and Hayden, we were kind of chatting with them about doing subs with them. And it just was one of those things where I'm such a, a family guy and I'm so big on like memories mm-hmm. and like nostalgia where I was like, D- like Doug has been the same for 10 years to me. Mm-hmm. And he had no need to ever be mean or nice mm-hmm. or he didn't know me. That's just how he was. And I was like, everybody who was trying to give me offers then, I was like, you're just basing off of what you know me for the past couple years. Exactly. Right. I go, Doug was treating me good before I had uh, Instagram. Right. So it was kind of like, that's you, where. Yeah, yeah. you are. Not exactly. That's why I laugh when I see people like talking shit. It's pretty funny, but like. Anybody who's got a relatively large following that'll come over and like throw a little hate, I screenshot them and I actually have a group message and I send them to people that have businesses in the social media world. I go, don't ever sponsor this guy. Good, man. I'll screenshot like, oh, you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. You said something racist. Bing. Bing. I'll not good. take it. And I throw it to like people like 
the like anybody like Joey Swole, people who have connections that yeah. would eventually give you the foot in the door. Right. And entry, I just yeah. close it. Right. And it's and it's like I think it goes a long way because I've had bad interactions. Right? Oh, I've yeah. had I've had a a couple times where you you say the wrong things and you look like an asshole. I'm like never doing that again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I was right. I just don't like how I looked. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm not like man. that. You know. That's an and, incredible awareness. Yeah. So I think. Uh, Paying attention to that kind of stuff, and I'm, I know we're fucking all over the place with this part right now. No, but that's like, right. no, this part, yeah, yeah. Man. Relationships matter. I think it's huge. I think, uh, and it's kind of interesting too, because you'll see like certain people that are like, like we were talking about, like you could tell, like I got to change things. Clearly, my I'm an asshole body builder mentality mm-hmm. is not working for me right now. And you see them pumping the brakes, and they're trying to be nice. Yeah, and you could just tell they're not. Right. It's you know, they're trying. It's yeah, forced. yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe just stick to the right. the tough guy or like a evil villain thing, but right. it's like or just stick to the real person you are. Yeah, yeah. People probably like that better, even if exactly. You're a yeah, yeah. So yeah. you mentioned before you had Instagram. Mm-hmm. What did you do before Instagram? What did you do before all of this? So I worked in my family's trucking company. They ran a medical courier that delivered uh, radioactive pharmaceutical medicines to hospitals. Holy so dang. they operated in about I'd say twenty states. Uh, Northwest Territory, which was like mm-hmm. Washington and Oregon. Yeah. California was big by itself. It was just its own little territory. Texas and the surrounding states, and mm-hmm. then the East Coast, Florida, and oh, the surrounding states like Alabama, Carolinas, and stuff. And uh, so if you ever, if, if you've known somebody or, you know, hopefully you don't one day, but like strokes or heart attacks, mm-hmm. yeah. it's the, uh, the ink that they inject in your system and it spiders off through all your oh, arteries wow. and stuff okay. to find the blockage. Yeah. So that lights mm-hmm. you up on the x-ray machine. And that's literally what we delivered. So oh, wow. comes in on like a into the airport. The Lear jets drop down. Our trucks drive up there. They unload it, put it right into the car, and then Joe Smith is literally waiting to that to get injected. It's time sensitive material, so Whoa. they're allowed to speed in certain uh, situations. Oh, if wow. like someone in Boise is getting something and it's dropped at PDX, it's like get going, and they're fucking Boom. gone because it it could go bad hours after. Wow. And if there's somebody waiting to find that blockage and they don't get it, it's Where like does it come from? Life or death. So it comes from these nuclear. Uh, basically plants a lot of them are uh up in like uh i think the main one was like actually canada oh where we do a lot of, or where we got a lot of that there's all of those nuclear things everywhere but when it comes to that medicine that specific stuff that ink right. that's where we got it from it's like cardinal health a lot of those larger companies mm-hmm. they all have foot uh feet in the door with all that stuff but it was a really interesting thing i love working with my family and uh they were pretty supportive with like the bodybuilding thing yeah. and it was kind of a, a fun lifestyle because when I was working in the company, it was very computer, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. But every once in a while, I would say like – not every once in a while. Probably like once a week, I would do pretty serious drives down to L.A., Portland to L.A., 17 hours, Whoa, or Burbank. and uh, Big 18-wheeler. No, like trucks. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So back to the – real quick on that. So my family delivered – these packages are like this big. Okay. And the little ink that they inject is like this. Like that. So wow. this tiny little thing in a massive like uh, lead box so no radiation gets out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those big rigs just – it's so small they need fast stuff. So they'll get like a little Ford Focus and it has all the hazmat shit all around it and they're just going. You know what I mean? Oh. Or a Toyota Tacoma. Oh, like That's why I always have Toyotas because yeah. almost my, my family's entire fleet because they sold the company last year yeah. or two years ago. <clears throat> uh, the entire fleet was Toyota. So that's why I've just always stuck with Toyota because it's See? in regards to long distance stuff. My, my dad, over 40 years, he was like, it's the only one that never broke down. It doesn't that's break. Good. They don't yeah. break. So it might not be great in regards to like towing heavy stuff. But in reg- if you're going to be one of those guys who needs like, hey, I'm going to get a couple hundred thousand miles out of this. It's just like a kind of a no brainer for my dad, at yeah. least. Everyone's hmm. got good experiences. But- that was because uh, before this trip, I had like a, a fancy car. Yeah. But now we've got trucks, right? I'm like, yeah. I want a fucking truck. I don't yeah. want like, a mean, like, get mugging. A, get a- 
Tundra's a big one. Yeah. Oh, Sailing Hearts again, the small one. The big the Tacoma. One. But I want yeah, it, but I want My parents have a Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you, you should uh, hop in mine uh, yeah. and just see what you like. So the backseat of the Tundras are actually bigger than the front, the the, oh. the crew maxes. Okay. So, like, you'll get in there and, like, you could put, like, a twin bed, it feels like, in there. It's, yeah. it's fucking awesome. Me, and the Toyota Tacomas are just. It's a little yeah. tight. And if you're going to have kids one day, because we have the 4Runner, it's the same. I think it's on the same chassis. Uh -huh. It's the exact same everything. It's just a 4Runner. Uh, when you get in there and you're kind of putting Tommy or your kid into the seat, it's like pretty squished in there. So we're actually going to get rid of the 4Runner and probably do a Sequoia. Yeah. We just like Toyota. It's like go. we don't like luxury stuff because the dogs and like half yeah. the time I'm sweaty and getting in yeah, the car. Yeah, so yeah. it's like. Something too nice. It's like I'm just gonna ruin that myself. I got a nice one and I barely used it. Yeah. honestly, it's just sit on the on the driveway. Yeah. We'd use the truck for everything because yeah. they're always gross and yeah. dirty too. See, stay true to who you yeah. are. You're like date night once a month. <laughs> right, right. This once isn't nice a month. anymore. Yeah, Uber. Yeah, let's That's Uber. That's not date night. Uber. But well, I was gonna say, back with my family's company, I actually really did like it. I think what was fun about it is when you do something like that, which is, I don't want to say that like, it's not my passion. It's not my passion. Yeah. Uh, it's not the most fun thing ever. But it makes your passion more fun. Right. Yeah. Now that I do uh, fitness and stuff for work, it's like I actually get stressed and amped up and worried about stuff, and it's bodybuilding. Yeah. That never that used to be an issue before. You know what really I mean? It's kind of like when you were talking about all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is work now, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. That's I was definitely going through that issue too because I was like, she really liked working with my parents, and now you're in a situation where it's like there's no one helping you at all. It's just you are doing this and. It feels weird when it all of a sudden is something and you're like, right. I was not even trying to do that. Yeah. Right. You know? So now it started okay. with what? Bodybuilding shows. Bodybuilding shows. I started, uh, first show was 19 years old. Uh, I got my ass kicked in everything that I entered. I was bo really bothered because my conditioning sucked and I went back the next year and I won all of my classes. Okay. Still didn't look great. It was just like an improvement. Uh, and that's when I was like, dude, I won juniors and light heavies at the two shows that I did. I'm like, but I look like shit. I didn't like how I looked. I looked better than them, but it was like, you weren't the best like that you could have looked. You just won based off of who didn't show up. That's mm -hmm. how I felt back mm -hmm. then. And I was like, well, I'm going to start diving more into – that was Doug Miller at the time. That's when I first got in. Like, so I stopped competing at 20, did a six-year offseason. And in, in that six-year offseason is when I actually made contact with Doug, started following. Like he did those long offseasons. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to do something like that. I'm never going to see this kind of like progress that I want because I was – at 20, I was like, I'm never going to compete again. Because the diet that I did was like I gained 40 pounds after the show. In like two weeks, I couldn't put my work boots on to lay cement. It was just so swollen. Oh, I had to go man. and get like a – what's it called? The the saline drip to like oh, get really? your fluids back or whatever it's called. And I was just thinking like – first, my parents were pissed. They were just like this is the fucking stupidest, most unhealthy thing. Like you make no money at it. You look like you have cancer when your face is yeah. all sucked in. But when you learn about it the right way, I was like maybe this will be something down the line. So I literally sat in that offseason for six years. And learned about uh, flexible dieting, macros, uh, proper off seasons, and when I finally cut, that's when I did that uh, the 2013 Ironman, and I won the overall there. And no social media or anything. And uh, do you know who Diane Rudholm is? Rudholm. I don't. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce her last name. I know she's married now, and it's not her last name. But she was an Optimum Nutrition rep at the time, mm -hmm. and they had a booth. And she ended up, uh, we ended up talking back and forth, getting in uh, contact, and then that's how I got sponsored. Amazing. Man. So, yeah. and they like, and one thing that he said was he liked how I was uh, personable and able to speak on the microphone after I had won. Yeah. Uh, and they liked that about me. So I don't know if that had something to do with like, I don't know if you can get sponsored outside of like no IG now. Right. But I think it's kind of like you said, where it's like they probably saw and they're like, okay, this isn't a guy who 
can only talk yeah. about chicken breasts. This could right. be a guy who could actually speak and like talk and smoke. kind of the diamond right. in the rough kind right. of thing like you're right. talking about with their, your guy who's now doing CrossFit. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You can become a spokesperson. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, when you say that you at 15 or 19, sorry, you were like, man, I won, but I couldn't do better. Yeah. Do you read? I do. Well, okay. I do, uh, but it's not like that type of reading. I read about like everything fitness. Okay. Uh, Mindset, anything like that? Kind of. I like that kind of stuff, but I was also the kind of person where it's like I hated that. I hated that I had to read a book how to get better at not going off my diet. So I was kind of the person who would always try to find ways to like how to like my bodybuilding. Not that I had mentors, but like what did Tom Platts do to stay Uh focused and stuff and kind of like that. You know what? I'm going to be like the old school dudes and stop bitching like these fucking dudes in the 90s kind of a thing. And that kind of translated a little bit, but – I, I I really do like the uh, the reminders of like some type of a, a mental state to like get prepared for the day yeah. and everything instead mm-hmm. of just being only about working out and stuff. So there's a book called uh, Relentless. And Actually, that sounds familiar. It's uh, from Tim S. Grover, which is Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade, oh, okay. Kobe's a coach. And it's all about mindset and, and discipline or whatever. And he, over the years, decided there's two types of people. And you can be extremely successful and still be the worst kind of person, yeah. right? Which is a cleaner and a closer. Yeah. A cleaner is someone that will be there throughout the entire yeah. season, right? They show up, they play, once they've won, they don't go celebrate at the bar, they go straight back to the gym and work on what they fucked up on. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't like the layout that happened, yeah, yeah. whatever else. They're the Michael Jordans of the crew, right? Yeah. Then there's closers that, yeah, if you're on the team, you're obviously extremely talented, yeah. but you're really here for other reasons. And yeah. you're a closer. You show up at the end to make sure that you celebrate all your wins, but you yep. didn't put the work in before. You're a fucking cleaner, man. You don't even know it. It's like, and I'll read books sometimes and it's like, uh, I don't know if high performers, overachievers, whatever you want to call them, people that succeed in a space, especially if they're self-built or self-made, there's something that's so common within them all. And it's like these books that I read now just because I'm so obsessed with like, holy shit, stoicism, philosophy, all this weird shit that people need to read a book to get something out of. I'm yeah. the same way. It's like, nah, dude, like, I'm sure there's definitely tips. There's techniques that can help, yeah, yeah. but you either have that or you don't have it. It's For like, sure. a, you got to work on it and callous your mind. But it's interesting to see how many individuals that are successful have that same mentality of like, listen, I'm not here to say that I'm bad. I know that it great. I did get first place, but it was nowhere fucking good enough. Like yeah. that obsessive behavior is so fascinating to me and you read yeah. a book it's like they're writing about you yeah you read a book that's like they're writing about me or yeah. someone else that's been super successful it's like there's this common theme that happens amongst people they don't even know about it it's not discussed it's not taught yeah it's just is there and it, it, it's fascinating does casey have that same mentality <sighs> i would say so i think uh if you see her instagram she has that thing in there that says the official emergency break for julian smith so she definitely is like the the safety net, making sure that you know. I always come up with ideas. That's how we've come up with a lot of our stuff, and yeah. and us going back and forth. But I mean, I I'm always coming up with those kind of things, and I think it's nice to kind of reel it back in from time to time. But Casey definitely is like that. Yeah. I think she's just smarter about it. Like I actually get excited about the idea of starting a new business, knowing how stressful it's going to be. Right. But Casey's the kind of person where it's like. I think she tries to, we could still do certain things, but it should not be more stress. Right. You know what I mean? I think kind of like you guys, where it's like, you're getting to a certain point where it's like, you know, you, you, yeah, exactly. It's like, you also work really hard at your content. Yeah. You could do very good, informative content. You know, these people that get on there and take a picture of their abs and their followings are going down or they're not getting good engagement. It's like, well, what are their, what is there to engage with? You know what I mean? So you guys putting that high level of content out there 
and uh, being ready to go 24-7. I don't know. Like, there is something different about, like, influencers. Mm -hmm. I think there's mm -hmm. something different about influencers that actually know how to build brands outside right. of – Maybe that's what it is. It's the brand building mm -hmm. because I think it's actually pretty easy to grow a following if you mm -hmm. if you know what to do. Yep. If you want to start showing some skin as a girl, you yep. could you could get a following pretty quick and make a shitload of money on OnlyFans, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to do a brand, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard on you mentally. It's hard on all this stuff. It's hard when shit doesn't sell. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard when you want something in two years, but you you're stuck at two months in. Yep. You know, when we launched Clifford, it was only small batch belts. And for the first six months of uh, – we did the Artemis thing. We never talked about that. But when we launched Clifford, I wore one Clifford Lennox belt for six months that no one could have. I love that. So everyone was like, where can I get it? I'm like, you can't. No one can get it. That's it. Like jokingly like, yeah, no one's allowed to Sorry. have this, man. I have mm -hmm. literally the only one on earth, and that's that belt that's framed, the original oh, one. Yeah, so after uh, we did the same thing with the belts that we did with the pump where it was mm -hmm. like – you know what? If people are really asking about this, let's let's throw up an email list and see how many people are getting on. And then before you know it, the amount of people that wanted the belt uh, got above the minimum requirement for the order. So then we were like, wow, okay, sure. that's Excited. awesome. So at least – and then we were kind of thinking, okay, this is going to be like the fucking membership thing. Maybe they won't sign up. And there were a lot of people that – are not purchased, but there were a lot of people that didn't. But it was still one of those things where if you don't take that chance, you don't see it and make that effort. I don't know. It's just – I think people only want to win and they can't let their egos get yep. slammed. And I think if you remove your ego a little bit more, that's when like the – I don't want to call it crazy, but Case thinks that everybody in our industry is a little crazy oh, for, for sure. what they're doing. For sure. And I think that's when the crazies get to like the higher level yeah. is when you take it that far. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Actually put yourself and dive into it deep. Now, we talked about business. We talked about relationships. Personal, right? And And I find this one really hard to answer because – my business is like my passion. Yeah. But at the same time, like Hannah's passion is probably sitting outside and making a fucking fall out of wood. Yeah. You know, that has nothing to do with fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have, and I didn't know any of that about myself. Yeah. Uh, and it took me a lot to try and figure that out. Yeah. But over the years, this is a wearing job. It's exhausting. It's yeah. tiring. At some point, if you don't stay fulfilling your own, like you say, when you look at Tommy, it like fills him. Yep. We call that a love tank, right? Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you've read that book. If you're married, you should totally read is that the love languages? Oh yeah, that's probably one of the only books I've read. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a decent job, yeah. but I look at that in many different ways, right? Yeah. Where was I going with that? Oh, I just said, oh, hang on, I the just tanks. lost it. The, yeah, the tanks. It, but it disappeared. What was I talking about before the love tanks? Oh. Hey, everybody! <laughs> uh, time to go, and it will come back. Uh, personal, we spoke about uh, business. And oh yeah, what makes you tick? Or do you do you even know that world yet? Like, yeah, so you're you're asking. So yeah, yeah, I actually do, and I've actually been really good at that. I think. Uh, from a long period of time. Case asked me the other day, she was like, if you could go back and she goes, if you could have your same following and same businesses, they were just in a different category mm -hmm. on social media. She's like, would you still do bodybuilding? And I go, no, I'd do, sir, I'd be a professional surfer. Really? A professional surfer. Surfer. That's or like a snowboarder. Awesome. And I think it's because I've done those sports my whole life. And then I got into other sports later. Like when I – we used to go up to ski bowl and do mountain biking in the summers. Right. Uh, ride the ski lift up with no snow and then and bike down. Skateboarding from day one. Been on jet skis and water sports. Hell yeah. You know, even in Oregon from a young kid. And it's just one of those things where it's a very, very happy adrenaline rush. Yeah. And there's just something about fitness and bodybuilding that's very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm not a – like I'm going to – I don't want to say I'm an aggressive person like if – 
like I'm clearly going to stand up for myself and if something goes down, like I'm never going to shy away, but I'm always a happier person. I'm not trying to act tough. Oh, you're bigger than me. You are bigger than me. See ya. Cool. Cool. Fucking care, man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it gets kind of like whatever, but outside of fitness, I really like those sports. I think that's cool. Obviously can't do a lot of that now yeah. because it's really hard for me to go yeah. do any of that. Right? right. But I really like shit that I enjoyed when I was younger. I'm, I've been doing the collecting cards. Yeah. Do that I with the that. kids. I, I think that. it's. Oh, Any cool. Yeah, I actually saw something the other day. I thought it was one. Of, it was probably one of my favorite quotes. It could be one of those ones where they they put the quote down. It's not even the fucking guy saying it, but it was T Pain, and it, it was T Pain saying he goes, "You should have one hobby uh, that you do that all your friends don't like." I love that. And it was something like that, and I was just thinking like, who? Like, there's probably people in bodybuilding that like collecting cards or whatever it is, but like. Every time that I find something that I think is fun, I just do it. I like that. Even like if, that like, all. oh, like anything, right? Like, oh, you don't like cards? Well, I'm not doing that for you. That's right. I'm not doing that yeah. for you. Like, it's like when people say, oh, you shouldn't train like that. I built my physique off of my training. Why would I ever right, listen to I, you? I'm just going to do yeah, what I do, you know? And I think maybe that's the, the mindset of, like, you said, like, going out there and finding something. Like, Dude. there's probably a lot of shit that you love more than everything you've done in your life, and you just haven't done it yet. Exactly. And that's for so many yeah. people, I think. And I'm now finding out these things. I'm like, fuck, I love this. And it's interesting you say that. It goes back to your childhood. Mm -hmm. Like, weird shit that you didn't think that was a big part of your life. Like, I was raised, my parents tell me now that they made us feel like we were rich, but we were never rich. Yeah. So when every other family was on cruises and shit, we would like go to the woods yeah. and build forts yeah. in the rain and sleep in a tent. Just doing stuff. Just making shit happen. Yeah. And now that's like literally what all I want to do. Like, yeah. Thankfully, this guy's down for the adventure. We've yeah. been doing like backcountry camping, hiking yeah. five miles, putting up a tent and sleeping with bears. Yeah. You know, like weird yeah. shit. But it's got nothing to do with fitness. It's totally unrelated. But I think it's important that we all kind of like tap into that. And I think yeah. that now that right? you're able to build these lives... You're able to get all there next day. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Thankfully, right? Yeah. Because yeah. most people, they're attached to a life. They're attached to whatever they built. And life is usually not this Yeah. Not this easy, man. Yeah. Like you really, really, really strip everything down. Yeah. Like you were saying, dude, I used to be stressed about work and, and all of this. And now I'm stressed about bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever you're having a really shitty day, yeah. have a little bit of gratitude and yeah. think, holy fuck. Zoom out. I'm, yeah. I'm really stressed about this. Yeah, yeah. I can. I that. love. Yeah. Like I can. I, I love. It's all right. Everything's yeah, yeah. all right. And we joke and laugh all the time. It's like, and it's all relative to everyone's life, right? But we made this big decision to live on the road, take a business on the road when we're in a fucking RV. There's no internet. Mm -hmm. It's so stressful. But it's like, hang on, look at what we're doing. Yeah. Like, who gets to do? There's so many yeah. people that wouldn't be able to do this in a lifetime. So anybody, like you, you do what you're doing in the '90s. Everyone would go. They're unemployed. Yep. They have no oh, money. Oh yeah. They're, like, they're hippies. Yeah. But it's like, no, you can. You're not losing money. You're just choosing. It's like going on vacation, doing whatever the hell you want. You're just doing your thing, dude. Yeah. And it's funny because, uh, and I also that's where I realized maybe it's age that I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because we're living in an RV. We're living yeah. in a trailer. Like so many of our friends, we've had we have more money now than we've ever had in yeah. our lives. Right. We're probably spending less money now than we've ever yeah. spent. It's not intentional. It's yeah. like fulfillment versus achievement. We've yeah. achieved a lot, <laughs> but I haven't felt fulfilled for a shit ton of time. So now it's time to take this year, and let's just go be. Fucking wild hippies that live yeah. in a van and try and make shit happen. Just and a little bit. Yeah. yeah, just for a little bit. But also, you guys are successful at what you do. So that's also probably a big reason why. You know, like, it's kind of like a like short guy syndrome or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, wow, that's some small dick en mm -hmm. energy you're putting mm -hmm. out there, guy. It's a lot of people <laughs> that put out that, like, negative uh, whatever attitude. It's because they haven't done much that they're... Uh. Imagine you've done so many things in your life 
that you just, I don't care if you don't like me. I'm fucking happy that I've done what I've done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can't get knocked off your feet because you're just fucking happy with yourself kind of a thing. Yeah. And I think when people can get to that level, like you guys, you know, you might have great, you know, friends, you might have very supportive everything, but the fact that you guys are able to do whatever the hell you want all off of your own hard work, it's a very liberating feeling to know that like, dude, no one's going to fuck my life up. No one's going to not show up to work today because mm-hmm. it's me. Yeah. Yes, me and my yep. my wife or whatever. And it, you know? it took. I think we need to focus on that a lot more. And it took a long time to figure out like yeah. the the right way of doing things because we did have the gym, we did have a team of fifteen to twenty people at one point across all businesses, right? And it took me burning out and going. Mm-hmm. You know what I just realized? I hate running a fucking team. Yeah. Like I love fitness. I love the fact that we have a team. That's yeah. a huge compliment that we were able to have that many people work for us. It's amazing. <laughs> But I'm not good at it. Yeah. It gives me stress. It doesn't make me happy. And I don't think I do a great job of it. And these people deserve a better leader. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's a big step to step mm-hmm. down from that now. We make huge adjustments within the company. But yeah, the growing pains and the weird transition thing was weird. But again, if I didn't do that, we wouldn't be here in five years. If yep. I didn't decide to not have red hair anymore, we wouldn't be here for, in five years. And the identity crisis that you think that your success is attached to something I keep trying to remind myself by these drastic moves, like living in an RV or not mm-hmm. having red hair anymore or closing the gym. It's like, it isn't yeah. about that. It's not attached, you yeah. know? And, and people, Simone Biles, like what she posted after she stepped down was like, oh my God, this whole experience made me realize that I am more than just an Olympic athlete yeah. and that people do appreciate me, not just for what I'm doing for the country, but yeah. for like genuinely me, like yeah. who I am. I, well, we were talking about the, the, that the other day. She, uh, I think Case was like, oh, what do you think about this whole thing? I'm like, I think it's fucking terrible that anybody has anything to say about her. It's like, it, she's fucking flipping through the air. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If I was dizzy, I wouldn't go for a walk. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, but that's like, those are smart people. Like you get those people that go on there that think they have a voice and they're just saying that. It's like, you're not an Olympic athlete. No. I'm not even close to an Olympic yeah. athlete. Bobby I, Maximus yeah. said the best response to it was like, Here's a letter to all the people that, whatever, it was like, how about you sit your fat ass up for a second while I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> like, who do you know that has won 30 yeah. Olympic or national or world? Uh, all together, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 30 accomplishments, which one person probably yeah. can even achieve one. Yeah. She has the states of the twisties or whatever it's called. Yep. If she falls, she could die. It's yeah. fatal, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just so interesting how yeah. many people, the right people supported her, gave her yeah. support, but so many people, they're again, the same person that yeah. is, not got a lot going yeah. on in their lives, super envious of anyone else's success. It blames everyone else yeah. for their lack. And, they're pro- you know. They probably got like fourth at a cross-country race in high school. Yeah. And they're like, fuck this chick. It's like, dude, you're bad. You have mm-hmm. a country behind you. Yeah, you yeah. should yeah. do it. Yeah. I love what you did. Yeah. She I took the no, bag and she says, nope, I don't want it. Yeah. My mental health. The entire country can yeah. fuck off. And it's it. true. It, it, that is the most important thing hands down. Absolutely. But honestly, like, it kind of, it, there's like another uh, group of lyrics that I like. I think I'm going to put them, maybe we're like right there if we don't put the flags up. But it's, uh, have you ever heard the band Saul? I think it's Saul. And it, uh, it's called Trial by Fire. And there's a part of that song that I love because it reminds me so much of me. It says, uh, we do what we have to to live like we want to. There you go. And I think to myself with bodybuilding, oh, it's like, yeah. I might not love bodybuilding as much as I used to when I was younger, passion-wise, where mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, I'm spending three hours there to get my calves bigger. Mm-hmm. This feels more like a, a job sometimes, but I'm also fortunate because I'm forcing, I'm stuck working out, which is going to make me have a better life. Right. Yeah. Imagine if like what you did for work was like 
you finally got your job all lined up and it was still kind of in front of a computer doing it. Yeah. It's like, well, then you still got to find a way to be healthy outside of this. Mm-hmm. At least I, I molded myself towards something that when I'm done with a grueling workout, <laughs> even if I hate it, I feel so much better. Afterwards. Oh yeah. 100%. And it's doing you know? something great for, you, for yep. your body and your future for sure. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much, man, for, for chatting. You bet. And opening up and sharing. Yeah. Uh, I think we touched all three subjects, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a few more questions. Just, hit me with it. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. So, uh, talk a little bit about fitness. How about that? All yeah. right. Let's do that. So what's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> what is uh, fit? <laughs> by the way, this is not vodka. This is vodka, yeah. I think. They're like Julian's so. really pounding the. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> was full. When I got in here, I'm like, together. holy shit, this yeah, yeah. is a badass. Yeah. <laughs> drinking vodka before the workout. I fucking love it. <laughs> Free workout. I actually have a lot of people write me. They're like, bro, what are you drinking? I'm like, I got to put more That's stickers what? on this <laughs> yeah, to make right? it look like it's definitely my branded thing. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, That's good. Uh, so I bet that a bunch of people listening, they're probably thinking, dude, this is one of the biggest guys today in the industry that have uh, somehow mastered the art of putting on muscle and putting on size. Three tips if you could eliminate all the bullshit because people tend to overthink all this shit. Like, dude, I yeah. want I, I want to get big. I want to do this. If you could share three. So one thing that I would say is right now look at yourself and say, do I track my food properly? And if you're sitting there and there's any question that you, oh, I might not know what my macros are or I might not this – that's why you're not seeing progress. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's number one, right? You take bodybuilding, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, powerlifting, uh, any type of this type of a sport. The only thing that turns you into a bodybuilder is how you train, mm-hmm. right? There's diet across everything. Every one of those sports has some type of serious diet in, included if you want to see results, right? You might be an Olympic lifter and not doing hypertrophy reps to get a bigger, you know, delt cap, mm-hmm. but you're burning a shitload of calories and diet's a very important part, mm-hmm. right? So diet is across the board. You want to be a good power lifter? Diet needs to be in there too. You mm-hmm. might get good, but if you want to start progressing past your, your you know, beginner gains mm-hmm. or your newbie gains, you got to get that going, right? And I think a lot of people, they're just doing the whole, and I do it too. I'll sit there and be like, yeah, I'm eating enough. And then I'll look back and be like, didn't eat enough that last right. week. That was fucking ridiculous. I can't believe that, you know? A little lighter on the scale and whatnot. That's one thing that people needs to uh, people need to look back and, and check that off the list immediately. You're not eating enough and you need to eat more. You're never going to look the way you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Stop bodybuilding. If, if you can't get your food in, be the person who's bummed. And then you got to drink syrup at night to get the rest of your carbs in. Yeah. You got to do whatever. And that sucks for you. But guess what? Sometimes when I die down, my wife has better macros than me. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Am I going to cry and be like, well, I'm not going to do this anymore because the girl that weighs 80 pounds less than me you know, has more macros. This is what it is. There's some guy, have you seen some of these bikini girls? Yeah, dude, dude, they do back and forth oh reverse yeah. dieting to a point where their off-season macros are like 800 carbs. Ooh. Wow. And then you have guys that get zero carbs for three weeks out from a show. I, I think it's like the knowledge of understanding what you need to do and diet is the most important part of fitness. And Even you track that to this day. To this day. And there's, mm-hmm. and, and I got to say that there's times where it gets boring and I don't do it, but I don't see results. Right. I was. It's I just did a post like, the other day. Like I, I've been getting a little lax. Haven't been tracking as much, and I have not been dropping. Yeah. My weight's not been going down. I'm cutting right now. You know, you get on there every week, every other day. I try to, you know, hop on the scale and monitor it. I'm like, dude, you eat. What's case call them? Uh, licks, bites, and whatever. It's basically throughout the day. You're like, I'll take a bite of that, but it's not technically part of your meal. Right. And oh, I've a little extra bite of rice Never before. Done. You know, whatever. And then before you know it, you put in you know, 500 extra calories and you just didn't see it because of what you were doing. So diet is key. So, uh, from that point there, I think also shows that no matter where you're at, there's not a point where you're like, all right, cool. This is it now. If you want to maintain that kind of physique, if you want to maintain 
the aesthetics, you have to continue to put the work in. Yeah. And, and that's no actually effect. perfect because that's leading into my next thing. It's uh, bodybuilding is painful. Bodybuilding is hard. People, people say stuff like, man, like, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to not have knee problems, but like, you're inevitably going to have knee problems. You're mm -hmm. not, maybe not knee problems, but you're going to get the aches. Mm -hmm. Your elbows are going to be painful. Your shoulders, you're doing something that humans don't do. Mm -hmm. You're lifting a shitload of weight every day and trying to make the workouts harder every time. Mm -hmm. The aches and pains and all that shit's going to be there. And knowing the difference between like actual pain and an injury mm -hmm. and I'm fucking sore and I did the right thing before and that's it. Because I think a lot of people are just like, I don't want to have problems. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And it's all about finding the training that works right for you. And just knowing that this is, it's like being an MMA fighter. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to get knocked out. Well, you could train as hard as possible and you might never get clipped. You might be the, be the best fighter ever mm -hmm. and you're the best, but you should go into that knowing that that clipped. fucking stuff's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get some cauliflower. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get hit. You might lose some teeth, but if you go in there thinking I'm going to be a fighter and those things that I don't like aren't going to be there, you just got to expect that shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, that's the mindset going into training now. Training is going to be key, uh, in bodybuilding because when you think powerlifting, Olympic lifting, it's multiple muscles to get a movement taken care of, right? We want to, I want everything. I want my freaking toes to work to get the most bench press up. You know what I mean? Everything's working to move the most amount of weight. But in regards to like bodybuilding, it's just, there's so many different ways to achieve muscle stimulation mm -hmm. than just a shitload of weight. Mm -hmm. And I think somewhere along the line, uh, Tom Plass even did one, uh, a little YouTube video on it back in the day. I should try to find it. It's like blurry and shit, but he's like somewhere along the lines, somewhere like in the late eighties, nineties, there's too many guys who started thinking I'm a massive guy. I should probably lift massive amounts of weight. And before you know it, the close stance that the bodybuilders did in the 80s started getting wider so they can get their hammies and glutes involved and they're doing a lot more weight. Because if you see a dude who's like, looks like Ronnie Coleman and he ain't lifting like more than two plates, you're like, it looks weird, right? right That's a right. big fucking dude to like be warming up. Oh, yeah. he's done? That's weird. And I think a lot of people wanted to start making the strength go with it. But when you're training for just bodybuilding, you're not focusing on your strength. So mm -hmm. you can't really get that. You can get muscles bigger and you will get stronger. But I don't think you're ever going to – you can't achieve that maximum strength unless you dive into each category. not going to be right. a great CrossFitter unless I chill on bodybuilding and mm -hmm. CrossFit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, if you just break that down, work on your form and do it properly, train bodybuilding ways like, hey, you can stimulate and get growth through the pump and uh, – what's it called? Uh, the lactic acid buildup. That stimulates muscle growth. Mm -hmm. People think that it's just heavy weight. I've had more injuries when I train heavy. Absolutely. And I've had more progress training light. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I want people, if you're a strong person, train strong. And that's how you've seen the progress. That's, that's probably my biggest thing. If you're seeing progress, do it. Continue mm -hmm. doing that, right? But if you are sitting there thinking everything, like out of the three things that I've talked about, one of those is slightly off. That could be the only reason you're not seeing progress. Mm -hmm. Go a little lighter. You don't need three plates on calf, the calf raise and just bounce that shit. Do, do one plate. And do a full range of motion and then see how more painful that is. Mm -hmm. Don't try to rush through your workout. Make each set as hard as possible. And then before you know it, you'll be obsessed with bodybuilding because you're actually seeing the results. Right. People would love training legs right. if their legs were fucking crazy. Right. Right. Yep. Imagine if your legs were so gnarly and every time you went in to train legs, everyone was just like, God, I just got to watch this fucking dude. They're yeah. crazy. You'd probably be so amped up off of everybody's yeah. appreciation and like, uh, what would it be called? Like uh, admi admiration mm -hmm. that you would just be stoked. But 
you don't start with crazy legs. Right. You don't start with any of that. And most people, when they're lean as even a kid and not lifting, they have a six pack. Right. So right. they focus on all the shit that's not hard. And then you make that a pain in the ass for the rest of your life. But there if you go. can get in it and just know that, dude, if I'm here, I might as well just make this as hard as possible. Yeah. And then it doesn't take long for you to see results. You know that. Hell yeah. You know, people Hell are yeah. like, oh, six months, I'm just not seeing it. Dude, I trained my yeah. neck really hard for probably a month and a half, and it immediately started seeing progress. It's because yeah. you do it like if you don't train something and then you finally do it, you're gonna start seeing that result yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. You know, it's like when you don't diet and then you track and your weight starts going down. Go, whoa. Whoa. whoa! It's like, well, no, yeah. you could have always done that, yeah. and now you got it. Yeah, you know. Well, and I think it's also ignorance, right? Like from having a gym and having so many people come in. Yep. So many people think genuine belief that they're yeah. doing everything. I'm, yeah. I'm doing the training. I'm eating the right way. I'm doing X, Y, and Z, but I'm not seeing results. And it's so hard to not be like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. along here. Otherwise we need to go do a doctor, yeah. right? But like somewhere along here, something's bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I think that. And it sucks because though. when, and it's hard because like, if you've ever coached people, like do you ever do people's diet and stuff like that? No, not, not me that, on that. So part, what's, yeah. so the reason why we stopped doing it, first of all, like, uh, any of the certifications that I had lapsed, mm-hmm. my bad. Uh, but <laughs> when we would do that kind of stuff, you know, a lot of the people would sit there and they would, uh, compare their diet or their results. And it's just like, Look, I'm not trying to say you're lying. I know for a fact you didn't do that. Right. I know you didn't do that. You yep. didn't because you scientifically you should drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have that kind of heart to heart. And then before you know it, they are doing something right. wrong. Right. Yeah. You know what? My workouts, I, I was doing a lot less. I should have mm-hmm. done more. And then you know it, like your diet might be on point, but are you doing a lot less on your, your workouts because you think you're more tired? There's so much to it. Yeah. Like when we get in here and train, like, dude, I'll get on like a squat and I'll overthink like if you're doing 10 reps of a squat and your form is perfect on reps uh, one through three, but then reps four through 10, your back caves yeah. a majority of the time, your quads aren't doing all those uh, all the work on reps four through 10. Yeah. So you got three fucking banging sets in on, on quads, then your back started taking over on the rest of your squats, regardless of, of you hitting depth, um, a secondary muscle came in to take over, and you just think you murdered 10 reps of squats, but yeah. you got three. Right. And then the rest was help, 50% was taken over by your low back. And I think that people do that shit all the time. Stay in your fucking form. Yeah. You shouldn't be bench pressing and then doing all the weird shit to get 10 more. It's like, right. no, you stay. And then when that starts failing, it's just, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's it. And I, I think, uh, but you know how it is. The longer you're in this, like that stuff that I started thinking about more and more last year. Right. You know what right. I mean? And I've been doing this for 18 years. So maybe that's probably the biggest thing. Be be overly critical in a good way about yourself. You mm-hmm. don't want to sit there and, and have all your friends and family and your girlfriend telling you you're the, oh, you're so lean. You're right. the leanest person ever. Are you? Right. Or does your be girlfriend honest. want you to not cry? Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Like, let's be <laughs> fucking real. And uh, being real with yourself and, and understanding where your flaws are, do the same thing. I did that post the other day about me fucking up on my diet, coming from a dude who's done it for a while. And then you'll finally get past all the shit. Finally see the results that you want. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sue. Thank you, you so much. Thanks, man. Yep, we're gonna start Appreciate drinking it. now, right? Now yeah. it's time to drink. That's but we do it. And we're yeah, yeah. Let's, do Let's do it. it. We're Bob's all We all get our own bottle. Let's go. So I got proper twelve. <laughs> thank you so much. You bet. I really do appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. I'm gonna go pee because I'm gonna pee my pants.